Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Confidence lends towards experiencing great success. It could be the greatest influencer for success as research would reflect that the probability of a purchase is increased when there is confidence displayed by the person or the company presenting their solution. This is especially true in sales since customers and prospects will immediately trust a salesperson more if they are confident and they're knowledgeable. Today, our special guest is Michelle Baker. Michelle Baker is a confidence igniter and she's the owner of Michelle Baker Enterprises, a consulting firm focused on supporting women business owners and sales leaders with the goal of empowering these professionals to develop high performance resilience and an unstoppable confidence. Michelle, welcome to the Twins Talk of the Program. So glad to be here. Um, Love the fact that I get to hang out with a couple of Howard grads and talk about uh, my favorite subject, which is confidence. So yes, this is gonna be awesome. This is Danny, and from time to time, as David and I are speaking, we'll make sure to let the audience know who is the one that is speaking. Now, David spoke highly of you, and it's not just because you also went to the Mecca of (laughs) higher learning, which is Howard University, uh, which, of course, David and I went and graduated from that prestigious university as well. But in your training, how do you help leaders find confidence, and how can you develop this confident mindset and deliver sustainable success? Oh, great question. Thank you for asking. So one of the things I just want to back up before I talk about developing confidence, just kind of narrate why it's important. We are in a time of incredible uncertainty. You know, beginning with the pandemic, uncertainty seems to have escalated. And as we see companies, especially startup companies, who are laying people off. We have the great resignation. We have um, small businesses struggling and some are thriving. Um, We have people who are dealing with topics, uh, taking jobs and about topics they know nothing about. People are jumping in the sales positions because so many people are hiring for sales, but they're ill-equipped to handle the daily rejection. They're ill-equipped to feel the certainty around um, cold calling and doing what's necessary to succeed. So what sales leaders or what leaders in businesses and organizations are looking for is a way to really help develop resilience in their employees and especially their sales teams. And resilience comes about, it's an internal uh, development of skills and value that an an individual must create over time so that the external pressures don't crush them inwardly 
And it's, it's absolutely necessary. So one of the things we do is look at the vision, the values, the mission of the company and see how we can help integrate those into the individuals they hire so that they can experience that belief in what they're doing on a daily base, basis so that as again, the external pressures come about, they stay and hold the um, target of success in the forefront regardless of what does or does not transpire. This is Danny, and that is fantastic. I, I appreciate you just really helping our audience understand the background. And, you know, one of the things we look at the job reports, and it's always an indicator of uh, how the economy is doing. And sometimes we can say, okay, the economy is doing well, the economy is not doing well. But one of the key things you're seeing with that is that there are more jobs than there are qualified individuals. Yes. And as you stated before, sometimes you'll get these individuals in these roles. And what's important is not just putting people in, in what I call butts and seats, but it's providing them the adequate knowledge, training, and confidence to do that role. And so I guess the question we need to ask right now, right now is, why is it more important that sales professionals find confidence in themselves and in their own abilities rather than rely on sales scripts, playbooks, things that sound robotic at times, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm just going to give you an analogy. And I love using sports uh, as an analogy. So sales professionals, one, I wanted to just, you know, at, acknowledge sales is one of the most difficult jobs there is. You're literally dealing with rejection all day long. What most people don't understand when they jump into sales is the sales transaction itself is 80% emotional and only 20% logical. So logic is your understanding of the product or service you're attempting to get into that buyer's hands. Emotion is you, what you believe about yourself because that buyer is buying you before they buy anything else. And what many sales professionals aren't prepared for is rejection. They're not prepared. They're going into call uh, overwhelmed, stressed about what happened that morning at home. They got to pay a mortgage, uh, my commission, my job is on the line, right? My numbers. So it's a constant deluge of your quality of you based on the results you create. So when you are able to create an internal sense of confidence, which means that uncertainty being uncertain, being uncomfortable, and being inconvenienced are actually tools that you use to fuel your focus to succeed versus hinder your abilities and capabilities to succeed. That's when you see more sales professionals do well. So mm. how do you go about that is one, they must be clear on why. I meet sales professionals all the time who can't clearly, concisely tell me, why are you a seller? Why are you selling? And without your why, you don't, you're not able to, with ease, communicate and translate the why of a buy to a buyer. <laughs> uh, one of the things that we do is we do a lot of uh, sales and marketing consulting. We act as fractional head of sales and marketing for startups and SaaS-based businesses. And one of the clients that we had in Toronto, Cal uh, uh, Canada, had a sales team of uh, four sales reps that were outbound sales reps and four BDRs. And I will tell you, without a doubt, when we first got this client, they were pressured to follow the script so, so much that if they missed following the script, they were deemed on it. Yep. That was more important than listening to 
what a client has to say. That was more important than answering questions in a very eloquent way. That was more important than taking a buyer on a journey. That was more important than anything else <laughs> was you got to get through this script. You got to hit all of our key that 10,000 reasons why people buy us over the competition. That was more important than anything else. And you got these new people who've never done sales before, like a deer in the headlights. And it was so, yeah. I, I didn't know how to tell the CEO from day one, like, you got to stop this. <laughs> you're hurting your business more than you're helping your business. And you're scaring your sales reps to the fact that they might want to leave. Uh, so I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. I just want to throw that out there that it is happening every single day. Dave and I see it. We consult on it. We coach on it. And, and exactly what you're saying, it's happening. I mean, people need to hear this today. CEOs in the audience, business leader audience, this is the, this is the podcast for you. Go yes. ahead, David. Sorry. Yeah. Dan and I think it's important to be able to relate to what we're seeing every day in the organizations we consult. And Michelle, I really appreciate your emphasis on confidence because people tend to buy from those professionals that are confident or at the very least they come across as being confident. Buyers can sense if you are confident in your ability, if you're confident in your service and if you're confident in your product. That lack of confidence really comes across as a red flag. And it's a no-no to people that you're trying to sell to. Why would anybody want to put money into something or buy something from someone who doesn't come across as being confident? Simply put, they can see, feel, and hear your level of confidence. And when you're lacking confidence or when you're sounding mechanical, when you are relying on a sales script or a sales playbook, you're not putting yourself in, a best, in the best position to really win. And you come across as awkward. And it's really, in a way, deflating for your prospect or your buyer because they don't sense a confident leader. And when you come across that way, you really don't come across as someone who's very authentic and genuine or as someone who believes in what they're presenting or representing, rather. You need to be authentic. You need to be the type of sales professional that comes in a room, lights it up with their smile, and comes across as someone who believes in what they're representing. I just yeah, wanted please. to dovetail and to, because I was going to tell the story and I, I, I lose track because I get so excited about the subject. So one of the things that I see is people want to succeed. No one goes into yeah. sales without this, this thought that I am going to make mm -hmm. all this money right? So one, they're not making the money for the company. They're making the money for themselves, yep. for their life, for their family, right? So having said that, when you don't clearly understand why, mm. right, you, you get lost. And in order to be a top performer, you cannot rely on the company's training alone. Yep. So I go to athleticism. Look, let's look at a LeBron. Let's look at um, a Michael Jordan, um, let's look at someone, um, you know, a Serena Williams. These people do not, when everybody else is still sleeping and hitting snooze, they are out there hitting balls, throwing free, free throws. When everybody else is finished and watching Netflix and going home and sitting on the couch, these people are going to the gym. They're reading books. They are going over their rope, their plan. They're looking at what, how did I win yesterday? What could I do better tomorrow? they are actually in the diligence of mm. developing themselves and your sales career, your company's growth will only grow to the level that you grow and invest in yourself. Yeah. 
The only reason people hit three pointers as, as the buzzer go off is because they shot 10,000 three pointers months in advance. Doesn't happen in the moment. It's the practice in advance that prepares you for the moment. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David. Let's go a little deeper because I'm really loving our conversation and where this is going. It's so true that you can learn the value of confidence and how it can impact success pretty much from any industry or any sector. You can see that edge. You can see that difference between what we would call great athletes, great performers, and the elite athletes or the elite performers. And the truth of the matter is, is that it's just a slight margin, a little slim margin. What that is, to me, is simple. It's confidence. What separates the elite from good, the best from the others, is that mindset of confidence. In sports, just like business, we know that practice and preparation is key. It's before the lights even come on. It's before the whistle is blown, before the event even begins. It's what's going to build that confidence. It's that repetition. It's that hard work. We know that performance is a result of this preparation. Michelle, let me ask you this question. When it comes to confidence, and you talk about those top sales professionals and what separates them from others, but let me ask, are there any other distinct characteristics or is there anything different other than the fact that they put in the time, that they rehearse, that they practice? Is, 
Is there anything else to what separates them from others other than perhaps them knowing their product or service inside and out? What are some of the other characteristics of sales professionals or the top sales professionals? And what can we learn from them about their own confidence? What separates them, Michelle? So, well, a great question. A top sales performer, one, when they are aligning with an organization to work with, they look to align with someone who shares their values, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I just was working with an organization and they call me, um, and I'll say their name, uh, Flock J, and I was dubbed the Flock J Fairy Job Mother because they were um, training uh, marginally uh, the population to have SaaS and go get jobs. And it was all about how do you help them to, in the midst of, you know, your circumstances, tell someone that you'll do well. And it's, it goes back to um, asking questions like, what does training look like? Tell me about a day in a role in one of your top performers. Tell me about what, how you support me. So I know I get the initial product training. What's the ongoing training? What are the opportunities once I perform? Because see, when you hire me, I am going to do well. So what are the options and the opportunities six months, a year from now? So top performers want align with organizations where they know they're gonna thrive. And when they're not thriving, they don't have fear of loss. They have belief in value. I am valuable. And if you don't get my value, someone else will. They also, um, instead of transactions, they build relationships. So I tell people, focus on what you propose, not the close. So when you're trying to sell someone all day long, top performers don't sell every call they get on, right? So that creates this constant rejection. They said, no, they said, no, you are a human being and your mind can only take so much over time. So when you focus on just being valuable, regardless if they say yes, understand that even if they said no, no doesn't mean not never, just means not now. I'm planting a seed and later I can call you back in 30 days and and, and and 90 days and see how's it going? You went with someone else. Is it still working? Well, you're going to remember that I left you valuable in that conversation and be willing to talk about maybe it is time for me to come on board with you. So they establish relationships because the saying is your net worth is equal to your network. And so you must grow your network at every conversation. So those are two of the things I can think. And the third thing I'll say without um, is they invest in themselves first thing every morning. If it's mm. exercise, if it's, um, I think mm. we talked about Elrod, the savers, they have a morning routine that's non-negotiable because they understand the mind is infinite, unending, and unlimited when you tool and fuel it that way. Otherwise, whatever you look at becomes your, becomes your target. So if you get up looking at social media, looking at your email, looking at the news, you are in, inundating yourself with negativity or someone else's highlight reels, and you're starting off in a sense of lack instead of abundance. Yeah. This is Danny, and I love that. I, I love that. And, and the thing is, one thing you said was really impressive to me um, is basically your network and net worth. I, I was really impressed by that because it's so true. And I tell my, all the sales rep that I coach, you're the CEO of your book of business. Yep. You're that. the CEO of your book of business. I don't care <laughs> exactly. what the company says. I don't exactly. care what leads they provide you. I don't care what your quota is. Exactly. You're the CEO of your book of business. And if you wake up in the morning and you don't do that routine that you just mentioned, uh, then that's your fault. That's your fault. If you don't have the mindset right, you don't have the energy right, you don't have the positivity right, 
you don't have the right energy, the right everything going in, that's your fault. If you're not networking, you're not collaborating, you're not working internally with your marketing team, not working your business development team to get the, to get the message out. If you're not working your LinkedIn and social media platform so that when they look at your profile, they see you. If you're not selling you and you're not doing what you need to do, that's your fault. You're not going to get your podcast out, like listening to the Twins Talking About Podcast. You're not listening to that on the way to your office to get better. That's your fault. If you're not reading books, audio books, everything about the topic, that's your <laughs> fault. You have no one to blame but you. So when you're the CEO of your book of business and you understand it is about your net worth because of the network that you're developing, you're building, and you are confident, you're going to make money. But if yes. you don't have that mentality and you're saying, well, I'm not successful because the head of HR didn't put the right training program in place, or my CEO, he or she didn't put the right marketing in place, or the BDR team didn't set up the right lead flow in place. That's your fault. You got to do everything you need to do so that you are successful. Exactly. Put your money in the hands of somebody else. That's your fault. So I appreciate that aspect that you're bringing. Up. Yes. I just want to say, look, if you are a sales professional, it's like you've heard or read the miracle morning. Yes. Right? And, and you mentioned this before, the miracle morning. And in this, how he just lays out this acronym SAVERS. Silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. It is yes. very important. It, sometimes we need things just simplified down. And he's talking about developing positive habits and mindset by injecting a simple routine. And you talk about this all the time. You just mentioned it, having that routine, waking up in the morning. What are you doing? How are you educating yourself? What are you learning? I mean, this is, it's so phenomenal how you break this all down. So I, my question is, when you talk about having this routine and you talk about putting this into simple habits, what has been your client's thought process and the reception when you tell them this? Because it's not a magic formula. It's very simple. But when yes. you tell them this, what, what, does a light bulb go off in their head? I mean, what are they doing when, they, when you tell them this simple fact? <laughs> Great question. So um, many of the, the leaders and um, the CEOs and business owners who have teams and that are hiring me, they've actually participated in self-development themselves. Mm. Like I had one sales leader recently, he had gone to a Tony Robbins UPW you know, mm. be it all, all be it online, but his awareness, then I was in another networking meeting. He heard me introduce myself, heard my talk topics. Um, and I'll just say, um, they are overcoming imposter syndrome, unleashing, um, your sales superpowers and championing confidence in the workplace. So he heard those DM me. We're on a call 10 days later, his invoice was paid seriously. And it was that because he knew that his team needed belief they had lost their belief, their aspirational ability to, to, to really connect and communicate at the emotional level that's necessary. One of the things I tell people, you can't fake confidence unless, right? You, you know, the only people who can do it are um, someone who that's, that's what they do for a living, a trickster. I can't even think of the other term because it's not something I even think about all day long, but emotionally, your whatever you are believing in that moment is what the buyer actually mm. senses from you. Mm. Like everybody has been on a sales call or been in a conversation where the person was talking and they were confident. Then you ask them one question and all of a sudden they, uh, uh, they just, they lost it. Their eyes started darting about, they started twitching and moving and you're just like, wait, what happened? And so internally, we sent something's off and you, you'll say no, or oh, let me get back to you. And that's what 
all what confidence is, is a sales leader saying, initially, I'm going to bring Michelle in, I'm going to have her either talk, do a workshop, maybe we do, you know, if they, they really want to create change the behaviors, they'll bring me off for six months. But it, the, those initial warmups are help their teams become aware that it's necessary. So that's my only goal is like, as long as I've left someone understanding that the necessity for you to do some type of daily investment in yourself is the only way you're going to have sales success. I always tell people, stop looking for it. If you don't want to do it, go get another job. I'm not mad at you, no judgment, but sales is a hard road to go. And if you really want to be at the top level and be able to go home and still have energy left to love on the people you claim that you want to, that you're doing all this hard work for, then you must establish daily routines and, and some type of habit so that it doesn't drain you to do what's necessary for the success. Michelle, this is David, and I'm, I'm going to kind of do a little follow-up here because I'm loving where this is going because you're teaching professionals to invest in themselves, understand the value that they bring, and they have to align with the right type of company, their culture, their belief system, and they have to be confident enough to know that their success should not dictate their ability to live with a happy, fulfilling, joyful yes. life. They, they should be able to have that sustained within the fact that they're doing what they love to do. They believe strongly in who they are, the value that they're bringing. And I would hope the product or service that they're going to be providing. And so when you think about success, how do you help leaders who are, for, for the most part, a lot of sales professionals are type A. How do you help them to go beyond the label of, I'm only going to be confident if I'm successful, mm. if I hit my quota. How can they sustain this? And is, just, is it just as simple as learning to develop this morning and this mindset ritual? Or how do you help them to sustain this sense of confidence outside of the numbers and the stats? Because I, I believe I'm going to hit my goal every month, but I don't always hit the goal. So how do you help them to sustain that? Uh, great question. So all work that I do always starts with vision. And, um, and creating clear and compelling vision. So it's tying back to many people work at a job. So you have this company vision. What's your vision? How does it overlay and how does it intertwine with your workplace vision? Because having a vision for success at work, but not an overall, like what is your legacy? And, and so many people are have done this work. I'm not the only one to talk about this, but is absolutely, absolutely essential to any level of having enjoyment in your work. One of the questions I ask people, when you, you like, you've worked with someone who love what they do and you've worked with someone who's really good what they do. If you had a choice, who would you pick? Love. You, the person passion. who, <laughs> the passion. So mm -hmm. when you are simply competent, there's not often love in it. It's a, it's a harsher way of like you described the person who said, you have to follow this script, that's competence. But when you actually have love, love equates into a belief and a sense. So you're starting to work with a little bit more intuition, a more trust that and, and, and abundance, things will work out. So you're more flexible and adaptable when you're coming from that place. So we work on what is the overall vision for your legacy, for how you want to, like at the end of the day, when you work as a leader in these companies, when you go to the next company or when you retire, what will these employees who have had the opportunity to work with you say? He was a hard taskmaster. 
or I was I was better for having the, to, the opportunity to work with a leader like that. This is David. I've got to say, Michelle, um, this is really exciting because it's true. You are building a brand, whether you know it or not, and yep. your reputation will follow you. And so if you build with integrity and conviction and passion, people want to follow it. And I love the way you phrased it, too. I want to work with people who are passionate and love what they do versus someone that just says, I'm good at my job. I can get the X's and O's done. I can cross the T's, dot the I's. Okay, that's great. Okay, great. Awesome. Maybe on the back end, but interfacing with the clients, that's me. I've got to be on the front end. And I love that. I love providing that service. And you go home knowing you've connected a dot. You move yes. that ball down the field. You may not have gotten that signed contract that day, but you moved it forward and you know you planted the right seed. And when that pain is there and it's deep enough, it's big enough, it's glaring enough, you're going to be the solution. You're going to be the one that they call. Uh, Michelle, I've got to, I want to ask a little different here. Um, in your training, I've actually seen some of your stuff here. You provide strategies for developing connections with your prospects. You, you teach salespeople how to connect. And if you can't connect, it's going to be very, very difficult to sell. And the old school way of connecting was look around the room. Do you see anything that you might be able to talk about? Where's the diploma? Where did they go to college? Is there, is there a sports member of a bay or somewhere? What can you do to point that out? But the, the modern day of connecting, because of COVID and what it's done, and we're now on Zoom, you got to connect on different levels. You got to do your research. So, yes. would you mind sharing how you teach sales professionals connect with their prospects? Because I've heard you talk about owning. Dan said, CEO of your 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 role, your book of business. You talk about owning understanding. You talk about not assuming, but asking for clarity. But what are some other strategies you teach your sales professionals for connecting with their prospects? Uh, great question. Uh, one of the first things that I uh, teach to people is to take time to visualize the, the connecting call, the discovery call, the demo call, whatever you're naming those calls that you're building business on as successful. Don't worry about what makes it successful. So some people like they think just getting the sale is the success. No, Success is that they walk away better for having spoken to you and just leave it at that. Just visualize and hold that energy. And what it'll do is, as I tell people, we have 86 to 100 billion neurons that make up our imagination, our mind. And they're either working for you or against you, period. There's no happy medium. And when you, the mind doesn't know the difference between a real memory and a vividly imagined future. All it knows is that it's, it has the capacity of a NASA missile launching a satellite in the space. People are so busy using it against themselves. Oh my God, what if they say no? Oh my God, I got to get this. Oh my God, um, this person is that like thinking about all that could go wrong or what they're not or what they don't have before they go on the call instead of recognizing 7.7 .7 billion people on the, on the planet right? What are the calculations and permutations that you would be on the call with this one individual who needs what you have? Hmm. You can't even do that math. Therefore, that call is a miracle. Guess what? Treat that person like it's a miracle. Just go on like, oh, I'm making miracles happen. And you'll be amazed at what you remember. I always tell people, remember who you are. You have ahas, revelations, and epiphanies because your unconscious mind is a storehouse 
and a warehouse of every conversation you had, every book you read, every podcast you listened to, every test you took, every magazine you flipped through, every video you watched, every movie, it will source and synthesize and deliver you what you need in the moment when you believe. You must believe is the key to tapping into the infiniteness that will create the incredible outcomes on those sales calls. Doesn't mean it's perfect, but you literally will, yeah. I'm grateful to hear that. Please say say it one more time. That last statement, please say it one more time. <laughs> Just that you will you will be it, it's when you start to deal with people who just know that they know. Like I tell, success people aren't trying. Trying means that you haven't success. You won't succeed because you've left a foothold of doubt and possibility of wrong. Successful people actually are in the space of I can't not. What are you exactly. talking about? Who wouldn't want to buy from me? I tell people who don't like me. Only people who don't like Michelle haven't met Michelle. Yep, exactly. Right? So that's exactly. when you start to show up. Now, how do you get to that space? That's the daily activities that we mm-hmm. start when you talk about the savers, because the mind needs compound. The mind, the mind needs you to give it what it needs to give you what you want. There's this Danny, um, two things come to my mind. And I, I am so grateful that you brought that up because I say this all the time. You brought it up before with athletes. You said, you know, they go and practice 3,000 shots. So that one, that one shot, it goes in like, oh my gosh, how did he or she do that? They've been practicing those shots. And not only are they practicing, they visualize it yep. before the game before. happens that day. They visualize it throughout the game. They visualize it on the, when they're sitting. Because you said earlier, your brain and your mind, the way it works, sometimes it's, you can't tell the difference between what has been, what's imagining, what's real. And then the second thing that you said, and it just really hit home with me, and I'm grateful you bring this up because I try to teach this all the time. You got to believe and you got to visualize that going in, you're going to win. Yes. That going in, you're going to succeed. That going in, the call conversation is going to go the way that you want. I've had times where I think about, my own business. And I think about the products that we use in our own business, the SaaS product. Like, how did I get this product? A sales rep called and that person was on fire. I knew nothing about the product. The product. I just like, man, this person seems like they know exactly what they're doing. They're, uh, they know, they're confident. And I want that. I don't know what's going on, but I want that. And that was a reason why I said, okay, tell me more. I want whatever you have. Yes. Tell me more. I didn't even know what, what the product was. I, I was buying that person. You said it earlier. You said it so clear. You said that people will buy you first. Yep. Every time. They buy your product. And I, and I know we only have a short podcast today, but I hope our audience understands everything's adding up together. The mindset, the work, what you do, how you do it, the visualization, the vision board, as you talked about, the, the corporate vision, your personal vision putting the practice together, visualizing how all that works, putting what Hal said together, the saver mindset, all that works together. And it's not just the training your company gives you. It's your own training you give yourself. It's the podcast that you listen to. It's the additional homework that you do. It's the additional book reading that you do. All of these things add yes. up to where that one moment to shine, that one moment to moment. shine that comes up, you are going to be ready. You're going to be confident. And not only are you going to be ready and confident, the person that's listening to you is going to want to get on board that train. 
Yes. I, I, am, I have personally bought products for my own business because of that same mindset. <laughs> I kid you not. I don't even know what it is. I, yeah, you've, had, conver- products you've like had conversations that extended with people because they were just on fire. You're like, I don't have time. But you're like, but I got to make time for this because, wow, like, yeah, exactly. And it, it's all that. The one thing I'll, I'll say as we wrap up is the, the, the common thread. And I say this every time I talk, every time. Successful and wealthy people state what they do better than anyone else is they invest in themselves. They don't yes. waste time DIYing success in. And when you learn the habits, you will always have the outcomes. The reverse is not true. You can get an outcome and not have a habit. Success is a habit. It's every day. It's mundane. It's boring. And that's why most people don't have it. They think it's going to be some like magic destination. There is no destination for success. It's ongoing. So that's why habituating it is the only way to achieve it. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is Danny again. I know Dave wants to um, ask a couple of questions. Uh, I just want to say with some of the clients that we work with, not technology, not even a process. It's their mindset. Yes. It is their mindset. These are CEOs of companies. And we're, we're coaching nine CEOs in this one program of ours. Nine CEOs. And te- they're tech CEOs. Tech CEOs. And you know what the issue is? It has nothing to do with the technology. No. Mm-hmm. It's mindset. Yep. It is mindset. And oh, unbelievable when I think about when we sit down and talk to them. It's like you have it right there in front of you. You have everything. You're intelligent. You're a genius. You're smart. You are in a position where your company can grow and grow fast, but it hasn't been. And the issue has been one and one thing only, your mindset. You don't even visualize when you're sitting out talking to investors, just talking to investors. And, and as the CEO of a company, you're a sales rep. You got to talk. think about your mindset when you go sit down and talk to investors what it's going to be, how it's going to be, what, it's, what the flow is in the conversation to be, how you want the outcome to be. But it, it's this negative aspect that when going and talking to investor now, you forget what to say, how to say it. it it's, I, I wish 
you can hear <laughs> because it is a mindset. It is the habit. You said this one thing. One of the one of the CEOs received funding, and they're all running everything else, but they're fell, falling again because it wasn't the right habit, as you said. You have to have the right habit. Sometimes you'll get an outcome without having the right habit, yep. but you can't sustain it. You nope. absolutely can't sustain it. So I just want to let you know from a real life perspective, I will tell you that we see this every single week, every week without a doubt. Um, so I want to ask you to tell our audience uh, before David jumps in, what other future projects uh, would you like to share or that's coming down the pipeline? Uh, well, my favorite future project, because we're ending 2021 and heading into 2022, is um, a virtual vision board part. Uh, par- I call it a party. It's a gathering. I do it online, and I do- it's my seventh annual one, and it is my uh, it-, it is a lead magnet, I'll be honest, for me for more opportunities in the year. But more importantly, it's my give back to the world, mm. right? And because I understand that without the clear and compelling vision, people struggle. It's that space to give people time to not just create a board of what you want to understand and help them to to give them some, some interesting tidbits on challenging. Why do you want what you want? What really it means to achieve and acquire, like you said, not just getting it, but becoming it. That's my whole thing is helping people become the success. Don't worry. The, the, the stuff will always come. But if you want to, like you said, sustain it and maintain it, you must become it. Yeah. yeah. This is David, by the way, Michelle. I, I, I love the way you have really come to bringing professionals together, saying, let's clarify your vision. This year, and I'll tell you, even as an executive coach, I clear or at least help my clients to clear their minds of all the obstacles that could be preventing them. We talk about two different types of barriers. Let's get rid of those barriers. And let's see the possibility of success. But even as a coach, I have to be coached. And so (laughs) this year, my brother was helping me out this last couple months, honestly, to say, Dave, we got to clear some of your stuff off your calendar because it's taking you away from your goal, your focus. And in this process, he's actually kind of refined my niche even more because people know I'm a public speaking coach. I do a lot of training on leadership communication skills. And my brother said, no, we're going to refine that even more. And I thought, how much more refined can you get? <laughs> and he said, Dave, we got to clear your vision here. We've got to make yes. it so clear that everybody knows David is this. Yep. And that's what's going to help. And I think if we correlate that to sales professionals, if they know in their mind, this is who I am, this is my goal, this is my focus, they're not going to be going aimless. They're focused on one thing and one thing only. That's the focus of the vision board party. And I like the way you said that. We're celebrating your growth. We're celebrating your ability to see clearly and not being clouded with confusion or not understanding what success is or not even understanding your focus. So Michelle, I'm really grateful for that. I really do appreciate what you shared in that way. And for our audience, they may not know you're also a keynote speaker. You don't just do corporate trainings. You don't just do one-on-one coaching. You're a corporate speaker. And a lot of your work is all around that same concept of being authentic and being confident. Because no matter what you do, you could try to fake the funk. You could try to get out there and pretend, but it's not going to stick until it becomes who you really are. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us today, Michelle. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, My favorite thing to tell people is nobody can beat you at being you. I literally high five (laughs) myself every night. 
And it's so funny because uh, the woman who does the five second rule, she just wrote the high five. I'm like, oh, I should have wrote that book because I've been doing it for years. Mel, right? Mel, go, yeah, yeah, Mel, Mel. I go to bed every night and high five because I want. I want it being me. Today was awesome. And girl, you did the thing, right? <laughs> and that's what I teach people. When you can do that, you wake, you wake up. And then I wake up and go, I get to be a blessing, right? So it's that, that, that tail end and it's that focus and understand that mm. everything is working for you. But you won't believe that if you haven't given the 86 billion neurons a target. People are using that energy for th the wrong thing, like what somebody didn't say, what what I didn't get, I got a bill to pay. That's too much energy to go on to problems when there's infinite possibility of solution. And so you got it. Once you get the target, the mind starts the 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 the, the daily problems start rolling off of you like water on mm. a duck's back. You're like, well, yeah, whatever. You can, you, but it's the habit of staying on target that gets you that outcome. Yes, exactly. This that is so amazing, and I love the eighty-six billion neurons. I just love that, and, I, <laughs> and you're absolutely right. The the five-second rule, and and before you go to bed, these are all straight habits. I also appreciate you sharing with our audience about your vision board, the upcoming project that you have. Yeah. All of these things are so important to end the year on a high note, to, to develop that momentum, so that when the new year comes along, you continue to ride that hockey stick up. Sometimes we wait until January 1st to start putting our New Year's resolutions together and we wonder why we don't follow through, right? Take, the, take this opportunity to end the year right in that wave so that January comes up, you can continue to move up and move forward, continue yes. to build up on your knowledge, continue to build up on who you are. And remember, we are, we are here for you and our, as our audience. We're here to help you with great speakers like Michelle coming on board today. And if you want to learn more about her work, you can visit her on michellebaker.com, M-E-S-H-E-L-L-R-B-A-K-E-R.com. I'm going to tell you guys, every one of you, on behalf of my twin brother and I, we want to give you a challenge in the audience. Hey, don't wait. Start today. Go on to her website. Start thinking about how you can develop yourself, how you can make yourself into a better sales rep. Because I don't care what position you are in life. Even if you say, no, I'm not in sales, I'm in marketing. I'm not in sales, I'm in HR. I'm not in sales, I, I, I work construction. Everybody's a sales rep. Everybody's a brand. Yes. Every single one of you have a story you have to say. So guess what? You can all benefit from this. Do not stop at all. So on behalf of my identical twin brother, David Brown, and I, myself, David Sue Brown and myself, Michelle, we want to thank you so very much for joining us on the Twins Talking Up podcast. We look forward to hearing more about your success. We look forward to hearing more about people having success joining your program, especially you giving back and be part of this vision board. Thank you so very much for joining us on the Twins Talking Up podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. And I love the work that you all are doing with leadership and communication. And like you said, working with these companies to to help the mindset, we, we the work we do impacts the world. Right now, the world needs to heal, and it's business, it's small business, mid-side business that's going to make this healing happen. So I'm so glad to be a part of this with you all. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. 
We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.